This is the Winning Edge Talks podcast brought to you by Vishwanath, your sports psychology coach and counselor. You will now be listening to the part B of the episode Emotions in Sports. What are the mental strategies to manage pressure and anxiety? I want to remind you that this session is about how to handle pressure and pressure is caused in the mind. So what are the mental strategies to manage pressure and anxiety? First of all, you need to have the positive mindset. Look at the whole thing positively that you are good enough. You can give, you have to give out a good performance in order to win. Then uh, uh, you will be accepting the result, whatever that comes. Then uh, you're not bogged down by fear of failure. And you are now decided that, yes, negative thoughts will come, but you will change them to positive then and there. And they will not let the negative thoughts affect you. This is half the battle won. You will keep uh, the expectations realistic. Okay? Um, You will not worry about what is going to happen in the future. You know that you will have to go out to the court, throw yourself out there, Play one ball at a time, give out your best, then let the best player win. When expectation goes up, stress also goes up. When expectation comes down, stress also comes down. Preparation, confidence and your positive outlook are high, stress comes down. When you are too anxious and nervous, your confidence comes down. As I told you, you need to focus more on the process than on the outcome. You have to be in the moment, not think too much and think too far ahead. You need to be prepared beforehand that you are going to face a lot of pressure, challenge and and things may not go according to your liking. So when you are mentally and physically prepared, then definitely you are up for the challenge. When you know what to expect and you, when you prepare accordingly, then you are in a sound place to handle pressure. You, while in practice, you need to simulate, play under high pressure situations. You need to simulate those high pressure situations. So while doing this, it gives you a sort of experience. And uh, when the real situation comes in a competition, you'll be in a better position to face the same. Okay. As I told you, being in the present is very, very important. Dhoni, as you all know, is a cool, calm, calm, composed player and captain. And he's always been known to be a cool customer. He always says, I don't think too far ahead. I don't overthink. I'm always in the present moment. This has always helped me, he says. All of you have heard of the legend Michael Jordan, the basketball player. I would like to quote one incident here. Someone asked him, Jordan, Michael, did you ever think of the consequences of missing a game-winning shot that you may have to play? He said, with a funny look on his face. Why would I think of missing a shot 
which I haven't taken yet. That means he knows that it's going to happen in the future. Why should I worry about it now? I let me face it at that moment. So I want to be in the moment and face the same thing. This is how the legendary players and athletes think. Then embracing pressure as an opportunity, challenge, privilege and honor. Okay, um, Donius said, uh, why should um, you be under pressure of representing your country? In fact, it is an honor to represent your country. It gives a wonderful opportunity uh, to perform extraordinarily well and be a hero for your country. See, you should look at it as an opportunity. There are lakhs and lakhs of uh, young cricketers in this country who not have the uh, privilege of representing the country. So you are one of those who are, have the honor of representing the country. Make the best out of it. Then, uh, great athletes say, you need to have an attitude of gratitude. You need to be grateful for the opportunity of um, being there in that big competition uh, and uh, representing your country. Who has not heard of the name Roger Federer? Perhaps the greatest ever tennis player ever produced. He says, I have that attitude of gratitude. I am very blessed to play tennis. The sport I love and very grateful for, for the opportunity to play in the finals of big events. When the season starts, you are on the roll constantly and obliged to be committed to daily routine on and off the court. So, I am obliged to be playing at, at that level. I consider it as an opportunity and an honor. Obviously, we are going to get some nervous energy before the game. Great people have said, even now, after many years of performance, they have felt a little anxious. And we already decided that this little nervous energy is good for you. Now, you need to use this nervous energy positively. This nervous energy primes you and activates you to give your best. You need to see anxiety as a friend and not a foe. It's only then anxiety will not uh, bother you too much and you will be able to manage this anxiety and use it positively. Now you need to enjoy the game. When you go out there and think that it's such a big burden, big pressure and something, you know, you are, you are under the, some uh, um, demon is going to consume you. If you're always under fear, pressure and anxiety, there's no way you can go to enjoy the game. You just go down there, enjoy and have the fun, they say. A lot of at least say, they use, they whistle some nice tunes, the hum, some nice songs under their breath. Then they, they manage to smile and sing during moments of pressure. These things help them to relieve the pressure they are feeling at that moment. Uh, you know an Olympics or an Asian Games final or a world championship is going to be a very big thing. The dream of your life, you are there already. If you give too much importance to this event, you are surely going to go under pressure and you are going to spoil your game. Now, you need to ask 
so what and what if constantly so what it's a final so what it's a olympics i'm going to it's just like an ai or any other ordinary game i just have to go and play tennis nothing else if you are a tennis player if you are a golfer you just have to go out there and play golf whichever the tournament it is if you are an athlete it's as same as running in your the track in your backyard and running in the track in the olympics so what is the same thing i am doing i just have to go out there and do it what if it is the finals so what it's just like another club finals that have played for so many times these are the statements that can go give confuse and fool your con- conscious mind that gives you the stress and anxiety this is how you can keep your negative thoughts coming from the conscious mind at bay as i already told you you can't be worried about things you can't control so focus on what you can control then the game the game is in your control uh, there is a different kind of pressure felt before the game we call it as pre competitive pressure how do you treat this treat this event as any other event you have taken part before however big the event is and the expectations are remind yourself that you have to go out there and perform well to get the favorable results bring yourself to feel that you have faced such situations many times in the past and you're confident of putting up a good show once again keep telling yourself to focus on the performance not on the result this will reduce the pressure before the game starts focus on your race instead of the competitors or the competition do not focus on the factors that you cannot control read something if you are used to before the competition play a video game take your mind off the competition that you want to play listen to some the music of your choice whether you want it to be arousing or soothing depending on your choice depending on your personality what kind of a person you are go to a quiet place close your eyes and imagine yourself in your favorite holiday destination or think of the favorite dish or a favorite ice cream this can bring down your anxiety try it it works do some imagery of seeing yourself being comfortable in the pressure moments see yourself playing well see yourself winning what you imagine is going what is what is going to happen engage in a healthy conversation with positive people if it is going to help you to distract your mind away from the upcoming event think about how well you perform on previous occasions you may be bothered by anxious thoughts postpone focusing on these thoughts by saying what's the use of getting tense now i have to go out there and give my best is no there's no use worrying about it now if i perform well i'm sure going to win as simple as that now dealing with pressure during competition moments you you need to learn to how to relax your mind and body now slow things down clear your mind change the way you look at the situation talk to yourself positively keep taking deep slow deep breaths when you take a deep slow breath you send in a lot of oxygen to your brain and body and it helps your brain to relax and the body to, to relax and calm down 
your muscle tension comes down when you take deep slow breaths focus on the present and don't think too far ahead even if you are one set to two sets down you shouldn't worry that another set the opponent takes you are out of the match you have to focus on the next ball and the next point don't think too far if you keep playing the next ball and keep getting points on a regular basis then you can equally sc score and um, from then on the competition is wide open then now um, stick to your plans your routines what of you are confident of doing and uh, what plan b and and a different strategy you have when the opponent changes the course of the game this will give you reduce the pressure then uh, stretch as much as possible to relieve muscle tension treat the event as any other ordinary event however big it might be then to divert your negative thoughts focus on some objects uh, like some tree or the poles of the net then uh, you can focus on your breath when hum it tune the your mind will be diverted from those negative thoughts to a different place now under pressure anxiety there are there is only few things you can do practically that's going to work for you changing your mindset from positive negative to positive slowing down your movements and your thinking doing everything slowly taking deep breaths and focusing on your breathing thinking of possibilities on what you want to happen and not on what you don't want to happen in the contest that's going to happen in a few moments from here in do three things changing your mindset to positive slowing things down your thinking and your movements taking deep breaths relaxing your body thinking of the possibilities and not on the things that you don't want to happen keep this in mind apply this during competition and you'll be able to control your pressure and anxiety when you are in that tough competitive game when you overthink and control your game consciously it can cause uh, paralysis by analysis this can lead to choking or mental meltdown i'll come to what is choking and mental mental meltdown in a few moments from now now to explain paralysis by analysis i will give the story of a millipede and a toad a millipede which has number of legs and the toad you know uh, is something like a frog they were very good friends one day they were having a chat on the grass and they said they decided let us do a race tomorrow yes it was decided then the toad said since i can hop i will win the race the millipede said i have many legs and uh, i can go faster and beat you now the toad had a trick up his sleeve he asked the millipede hey, there are so many pairs of legs in your body how do you manage to control your walking how do you manage to move the, all the legs at the same time can you tell me now the millipede had never thought about this now this set the millipede thinking a lot now uh, from then on he was very conscious about his movement 
movement. How? All the legs move at the same time. So, the next day when the race started, the milliped was conscious about his movement and how the legs moved. Then all the legs got entangled and he had to stop completely. The toad happily jumped and moved past the millipede and won the race. Now, this is what you need to avoid in your life. You can't be overthinking, you can't be conscious about how things happen. You just have to trust the process and let things happen. If you think too much, then you can paralyze by overanalysis. So please avoid thinking too much. Now, I will be doing a grave injustice if I don't talk about choking when I am addressing pressure and emotion in sports. A phenomenon many athletes, actors, singers, speakers and other performance experience at some point of time in their careers due to excessive pressure and overthinking is choking or mental meltdown. We also refer to this tendency as breaking down or falling apart under pressure. It has happened to these athletes when they least wanted it to. It is an important event and they are well prepared for it. And just when things are going their way, they freeze suddenly, unable to execute their skills. It's because they are desperate to win, they start controlling their execution, conscious and the subconscious mind which normally executes becomes confused and you are completely under mental meltdown. It is a spine chilling moment when the person seems lost, not knowing what he or she is doing as if caught unawares. It is a situation that sends the performance into a down spiral. When, this, when the player is under this choke effect, he freezes and his performance goes into a rut for no apparent reason and from then on he will he or she will be unable to regain control and bounce back into the game. I would like to give you a few examples of uh, how uh, players or athletes choked under moments of uh, pressure when their expectations were too high. Uh, now, um, okay, Matthew Syed a table tennis player, was an Olympian and a Commonwealth gold medalist. He was, he was selected to represent the United Kingdom for the 2000 uh, Sydney Olympics. Matthew was the only British table tennis player who had uh, qualified for the Games and, and the British Olympic Association had done everything possible to see that his preparation was perfect. He attended camps in Belgium and Sweden. He had regular sessions with psychologists, physiologists and nutritionists. Special arrangements were made for his practice in Australia and two international players were flown for this purpose only. For the opening match, his opponent was a German called Peter Franz. As he entered the competition arena, he noticed a large group of British spectators waving the Union Jack. He knew there would be many back home rooting for his cars. He says, this was a match I had saved for a career, a contest that I could be life transforming. 
the country has done so much for me i have to perform well and get a medal for my country the air was rife with expectation this may have caused a pressure inside his head as the play progressed his movements were slow and sluggish and the timing was missing he found that he was playing like a beginner novice player and not like the player who had played table tennis for more than 20 years and was in the british number 1 he began to try harder and you know, wanted to win this game desperately then on any other occasion in his life he lost the first game 21-8 tactical advice and assurance from his coach were of no avail his performance fell from ordinary to worse he lost the second game 21-4 and the match the result was catastrophic and unbelievable after the match his coach was honest with his observation on the outcome of the match he minced no words when he said matthew you choked i would like to quote another wonderful uh, uh, example um you have heard of uh, serena williams who hasn't the greatest ever tennis player after steffi graf on the 11th of september 2015 history was created at the semi finals of the us open 2015 World number 43 Roberta Vinci of Italy defeated world number 1 Serena, Serena Williams oh how did this happen never in the wildest dreams you can expect such a thing to happen this game has been rated as one of the biggest upsets in tennis history Serena had been chasing two world records in the year 2015 both set by Steffi Graf a career record of 22 major titles and winning all the grand slams in the same year she would be the only woman after steffi graf to do it steffi did it in the year 1988 to achieve the grand slam sweep in the same year but that was not to be roberta vinci defeated serena in the semi final 2 6 6-4 and 6-4 to enter the Grand Slam final for the first time in her career, thereby terminating Serena Williams' dream. Though Vinci was the underdog with an odds of 300 to 1 to beat Serena Williams, she did not buckle under pressure or choke, as it happened in some other cases. Experts say Serena was obviously under pressure because. The U.S. Open was different from the rest of the Grand Slams as she was chasing these two important records. A win here would would have equaled her with Steffi Graf on two counts. Serena committed too many unforced errors, served too many double faults, and was not moving on the court the way she was known to. Whereas Roberta Vinci was everywhere, running all over the court. she was determined to do her best and was always focused on the process that delighted roberta vinci told espn espn broadcaster after winning the match i simply wanted to put the ball back on the court i kept telling myself don't think that serena is there on the other side run for the run and hit the ball when i woke up today i said to myself okay 
I have semi-finals today. I will try to enjoy it. I will not think Serena is on the other side. I will just play and enjoy playing on the center court of the US Open. In fact, Lindsay wanted to have fun playing against Serena, pretending that she Serena wasn't there on the other side. She wanted to soak up the pressure and atmosphere the semi-final would have in in the US Open. Looking at the match, it seemed Lindsay wanted to win, but Serena was desperate to win. Though she denied pressure affected her, it was there for everyone to see. Said her coach, Patrick Portaglou, after the match. I think she lost her way mentally. Tactically, she didn't know what to do at a certain point. She was under pressure, he said. These two examples go a long way in telling you that even the greatest of athletes have choked under pressure. There are several instances that I can point to when the greatest athletes have uh, choked under pressure. I would like to quote some of those examples. Natasha Zvereva and Yana Novotna against Steffi Graf way back in the 80s. Uh, Yuraj Singh choked in the Bangla this um, T20 World Cup um, match. Deepika Kumari in the Olympics. How the Brazil football team choked and lost to Germany. I will need to remind you that professional competitive sport is all about performing under pressure. Winning is, in fact, pulling it off under pressure. The player or team that doesn't choke under pressure goes on to win ultimately. However good you are, as far as your skills are concerned, however tall, well-built person you are, you are hardworking, but in order to win those big games, you need to be emotionally intelligent. What is that emotion, intelligence that everyone talks about? As you go higher, the competition increases, the pressure increases, so does the anxiety. You need to be emotionally aware about where you, where you stand and uh, which place you come from as far as your mental game is concerned. Emotional intelligence in sport is all about being emotionally aware of the different emotional states in sporting situations, assessing the effects of emotions on behavior and performance. Ability to get in the required positive emotional state or managing an impending negative emotion. That's what we have talked about just in this episode, just before we have come to the emotional intelligence part. How to manage, why anxiety is caused and how to manage pressure and anxiety. You need to know where you come from. Emotional intelligence again is all about being self-aware. What kind of a person you are? What are the situations that trigger emotions in you? How does emotion affect your performance? How do you react to pressure and anxiety, both in the body and in the mind? How are you prepared to deal with it? Are you prepared? Are you not? How well are you prepared? This is all about self-awareness. You need to have this self-awareness about your mental game. 
you are always self aware about your way you are practice is happening how your skills are going how your game is progressing uh, but you you tend to neglect your uh, the the mental thing you need to be emotionally aware because during crunch moments at the highest level both players are equal physically and skillfully but it is the the mental ability the person who is calm composed and positive is going to win the game who is an emotionally intelligent athlete an athlete who does not show any emotion during stressful or happy moments defeats or success and reacts to both situations with the same composure is an emotionally intelligent athlete two international players come to my mind one is our uh, very own mahendra singh dhoni and the great rajesh fedra these are the best examples for emotionally intelligent athletes okay now what qualities do the emotionally intelligent athletes possess they respond to a situation with the right emotion they can they know how to regulate their emotions well they know how to use mental skills like imagery they imagine themselves playing well and winning games they know how to talk them to themselves positively when things are not going their way they use deep breathing to calm their mind down and then they they have their own other techniques how to handle these emotions effectively to be mentally tough and not allow uh, negative uh, emotions to harm their performance they know how to regulate these negative emotions because they have been in these situations in the past and they learn from those situations they know learn how not to show any emotions when faced with pressure situations um when you think about roger federer he is like a hermit on the court a saint or a sanyasi on the court it doesn't show any emotions at all so is the mahendra singh dhoni they know that they have to be in the present most of the time whatever happened in the past or whatever going in to happen in the future it is the present that is the present for them okay now how do champion athletes handle pressure they are prepared to face fear pressure and anxiety great players look forward to pressure they know pressure brings the best out of them they know how to lift their game under pressure pressure gives them high high which they look forward to it's like a drug for them eh? a, a legal drug that they look forward to pressure you know they want to overcome the athlete the opponent during those moments of pressure they grateful to be in that moment in that situation they consider pressure as an opportunity challenge an honor and a pride they don't overthink nor think too far ahead they are in the present moment they are not afraid to fail they they want to win but they are not afraid to fail they are prepared to face pressure they are ready to accept failure they trust their ability preparation and believe in themselves they use nervous energy positively they talk to themselves positively and cheer themselves up they are their own cheerleaders they deliberately slow things down their thinking and their movements i remember reading 
one of the things a top world golfer uh, wrote. He said, when I'm going for the a major or a PGA championship, I make sure that uh, right from the morning I do everything slowly. I move slowly. I think less. I calm myself down, myself down. And while I'm bringing my golf kit from the decay of the car, I bring it slowly, I carry it slowly. I deliberately slow down everything. And while, while, get, while playing those important moments, I walk to the next ball slowly. I take my time in executing my shot. I don't hurry through my shots. This is what helps me to be in the present moment in control of myself. Now, coming back. Uh, the great people can practice their emotional regulation techniques that work for them. They know that worrying will not help. So they trust their in instincts that come from the subconscious and are not conscious about what they do. They just get into the moment and let things happen. I am reminded of that Nike slogan, just do it, is their mantra. They think of the possibilities and what they want, rather than they don't want. They don't want to happen for them. They least bother about what happened previously. Now, I would like to ask you: take a lemon in your hand and squeeze it. What comes out? Lemon juice, isn't it? You can't get orange juice by squeezing a lemon. Similarly, it's very important that you put what you put in there in the space between your two ears called your brain. If you are under fear all the time, afraid to fail, that what comes out, failure. If you put in positivity, hope, calmness, courage, self-belief, then you own the recipe for success. What goes in, comes out. I would like to end with a, another analogy. There are two wolves in your One wolf is full of hope, courage, confidence, optimism. Another wolf is always afraid, fearing failure, nervous, angry, frustrated, disappointed, sad. Now, I, will, I want to leave you with this question. Which wolf are you going to feed? This is Vishwanath signing off.